people buy you. Yes. I used to think that people bought the product, but people were buying me. And I didn't really learn that until after I departed and I saw that the people, they wanted me. Hello and welcome to the Mommy Millionaire Show. This is your host, Kayla Kraft. I am a mom of three, multimillionaire, master life coach, and money mindset queen. I am so happy and thankful that you're here. I am actually on a mission to help 1 million women make a million dollars or more a year. That could be you. Every week, I'm bringing you inspiring stories to help you feel empowered, to broaden your horizons, to gain clarity and strategy on living your best life. Over at Mommy Millionaire, we pursue our lives with purpose and love and the riches always follow. So stay tuned because I'm bringing you episodes twice a week. I believe you are your biggest asset. So let's build you up today. Let's get into it. Hello, Mommy Millionaires. I am so excited about today's podcast because I feel like I've been waiting for this moment for a couple of months. I was talking to my girls, Des and Aisha, and they had told me that you need to follow Ronnie Brown. She's amazing. She's doing incredible things on Instagram and you need to be friends with her. So I started following her and fell in love with all the stuff she was putting out there and just helping so many women all over the world. And then one day I get a message from Ronnie in my messages and she goes, Hey, Lindsay Schwartz said we're spirit animals and we need to be friends. And I was like, come on my podcast. (laughs) And she responded with only if we get to have fun. And I was like, you're my kind of girl right now. So I'm so excited to introduce to you Ronnie Brown. She is the founder of Girl CEO, holistic and author of From Mopping Floors to Making Millions on Instagram. Ronnie Brown is a branding expert, professional speaker, author, mentor, wife, and a mother of four. She has made her mark internationally in the online and social media business with her revolutionizing branding techniques. She went from being a statistic to a success story and turned minimum wage into a seven-figure salary within a few short years. Now, Ronnie is equipping women nationwide on how to be the CEO in their business, lives, and homes. Ronnie Brown is one of social media's most influential entrepreneurs, inspiring and teaching people around the world how to create six-figure incomes, become debt-free, and live life on their own terms. So welcome, Ronnie, to the Mommy Millionaire Show. I am so excited to be here. Let's have some fun. (laughs) Okay. So you guys don't get to see what I see, but I'm looking at Ronnie with her beautiful red lips. I'm like, how do you make the red (laughs) lips like that perfect? And then this beautiful background in her office wall that her 17-year-old daughter made. And it's so creative and beautiful. I'm going to post a picture of it on my stories. But I mean, you just scream badass. You're just like amazing, the vibe that you give off. So tell me a little bit about how you went from mopping floors. Like were you were legit mopping floors for minimum yeah. wage? So I actually, I was a janitor, believe it or not. It was something that I was really, really embarrassed of, you know, and I used to lie and tell people that I was a medical assistant at the hospital. And that whole time I was a freaking janitor and I used to wear these smocks. And because I had on the smocks, I used to lie and say, yeah, you know, I'm a medical assistant. I'm going to be a nurse. And it was just me being super embarrassed and shallow back when I was young. So yes, I actually, I used to work as a housekeeper at Georgetown University Hospital. And I think, you know, 
I worked there and I learned a lot, but it was just one of those jobs. I feel like God just humbles you before he elevates you. And I think that was one of the most humbling jobs I've ever worked in my life. So I actually was an actual janitor. So I did use to mop floors, clean toilets, take out trash, make beds and all that crazy shit. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love this because first of all, I used to be a nurse like in the ER, but I got my start. Like I was a volunteer in the ER and then I kind of like worked my way up while I went to nursing school and all this stuff. But some of my favorite people were the janitors at the hospital. You know, like I made best friends with them. I'd always bring them donuts and talk to them. So I could see like me and you, I could see us like being friends (laughs) back in the day. I love that. And you know, a lot of people, they stay stuck in the embarrassment, in the shame, which there's no shame in that game. Why do we sometimes get caught up in like being embarrassed? Like there was nothing to be embarrassed about. You were doing what you needed to do. Why do you think that social conditioning is so freaking it's aggressive? I think that we look at things for where we are right then and there. And we don't understand the power of story. We don't realize that every single thing that we're doing, there is actually a story, you know, that's being written. Sometimes we are in a season where we're not where we want to be and we feel ashamed. We feel embarrassed. You know, we're taught sports at a very young age. If you're a cheerleader, you're taught, you know, to compete, you're taught to compare. So comparison is something that is really instilled in us at a very young age. And I think that it continues to follow us because we are not taught that everyone has their winning season and we have yet to just get to ours yet. So yeah, for sure, embarrassment comes from the comparison, the competitive nature, and really feeling like we need to be the winner all the time, not realizing that there's a story that is being written that we are ultimately going to live out. And we always start off with a shitty story. You know, no one just jumps off the porch as like the best, the wealthiest. We start down here and we work our way up. Absolutely. So you got into this whole world. How? How did you get into this branding world? Were you mopping floors and you're thinking about, I'm going to make money on Instagram one day? What really happened in my story is I feel like pressure, it just creates these diamonds, right? That's how diamonds are created through pressure. My story is a little different. You know, I worked and I was a teen mom at that time. So when I was mopping floors, I was actually pregnant with my daughter who was now 17. I was 19 years old, pregnant as a janitor, mopping floors at a hospital. And that was all of the motivation I needed to decide that I was not going to let this be the final part of my life. Like there was going to be more for me. I told myself that it wasn't it. And after having my daughter, I was just like, what's next for me? And I had already had a son. I had my first kid at 16. So I was like a teen mom of multiples. By the time I was 19, I had two children and everyone said I would be on welfare. You know, everyone said that I wouldn't be anything. Everyone said that I would be another statistic. And I said, screw you guys. That's not going to be my life. I don't care how many children I have. I'm not going to be that person. So I was really determined to change the trajectory of my life. And that was what it was about. So I went on and I worked different jobs. And what I realized is just the stigma that is in corporate America that no one really talks about. And it is the lack of grace for moms, the lack of patience that they have for women who have children when it comes to going to doctor's appointments and being home with your kids because they're sick. And no one is really talking about the crap that happens in corporate America, like when you are a mother and you have children. And I got tired of it, to be honest with you. And I will never forget being late to work. And I was pregnant at this time. And I was probably like, two minutes late, but I was eight months pregnant. Okay. 
So I'm wobbling up the steps. And I think everyone has the asshole manager that makes your job harder, especially if you're cute. If you're a cute ass woman, there's always that one mean woman at your job that just wants to make it hell for you. Okay. And I got there and she was just on my behind. And I will never forget. I got down on my knees and I begged this woman to let me keep my job. And I think that when I look back at that, that was probably one of the most humiliating things that I've ever done. And she told me that she would give me another chance. And then she waited until the end of the day after I did all this work. You know how they do. They wait until you've done all the work. It's like, if you're going to fire me, fire me early. Don't wait until I spend the whole day working. And then she came in. I was pregnant, biggest day. And she says, you know, we decided that we have to let you go. And I will never forget crying home in a car. You know, when you turn that radio off and you drive, that's when you're like the deep, the deep of the deep. You don't play the music and it's just you, God, and your thoughts. That's when I was just processing, what am I going to do? And I went home and I looked around and I said, okay, what do I have a lot of? And I had like candles and beauty products and all this stuff. And I started to make handmade products. I got on Google. I found these little websites where I can order like jars and wax and all this stuff. And I started making these products in my home. And I started to sell those products on social media. People were buying them like crazy. And I was literally making a living off of selling handmade beauty products and candles out of my house. And on Facebook, the name of the company was Amore Monet. If you Google that, you'll probably see some very funny old pictures of me back in the day, like (laughs) going business events and things like that. And that's where my entrepreneurial journey began. Okay. So what that tells me about you is that you're like extremely resourceful, right? Hell yeah. Oh yeah. Like, okay, what can I sell in this house right now? Do you think that's something that can be taught or do you think it happens in your rock bottom moments? I think that the beasts are created in the rock bottom moments. For Mm -hmm. me, you know, I'm a young black woman who grew up in the projects. I had to know survival. So survival was that thing that I could take some oodles and noodles and turn those things into freaking, you know, it's like you see oodles and noodles, you know, I see shrimp scampi, you know, (laughs) it's like one of those things, you know, you think you got to go to the hairdresser. I'm actually going to do this myself. You know, I learned how to do everything, like change my tires and, you know, it's really survival. And some people may not have the same story that I have, but many people who are listening to this podcast, you guys are probably in survival mode right now, mm-hmm. or you've been in survival mode, okay? And you bust your ass to get out of survival mode, okay? And now that you're probably out of survival mode, you're probably listening to this podcast because you aren't as go hard as you were mm-hmm. when you were in survival mode. So some of you all need to go back to the mindset and the grit that you had initially when you were making $10 an hour. Oh my gosh, that's so good. I was just thinking back about a lot of times people that listen to this, they give up too easily. So they would have gone and tried to sell the candle on social media and nobody buys it the first time. And they go, well, you know, it's just not meant to be. That crap drives me crazy. I can't. I'm like, okay, take a deep breath, Kayla. Mm -hmm. It comes from like a lot of people, just the lack of belief that they have in themselves. They've become used to not winning. And so it's easier to just be in this losing zone, you know? Yeah. So it's easier to play victim for sure. Totally. Totally. So you started winning. You started selling these things on social media. Now, when did you get the vision to like, I'm going to be a seven figure CEO and I'm going to make this huge brand and help all these people? Well, let me be honest with you. 
I didn't know that that was going to happen. All right. I went on, I made these products. Then I said, okay, I'm going to open a salon. Okay. I teamed up with like two other girls that I barely, you know, knew like that, (laughs) which was a bad idea. (laughs) And I opened this salon and I realized that I'm going to use social media. This was when Instagram initially kind of like first came out. I was using Facebook and Instagram. So I had my product line. Now I had a salon that I owned and we made money through services. I used to do like eyelashes and brows and things of that nature. And then I realized that I was tired. (laughs) I was at a salon until like 10 o'clock at night, nine o'clock at night on the weekends. But mind you, I was a mother. Mm -hmm. So now I was exchanging time for money. So where I thought that I had arrived and I had, you know, hit the jackpot. I had this brick and mortar business. I can stand there and like take pictures. It's fine. <laughs> I own it. No, I didn't own shit. All right. I was running a building that I did not own. And I was back to working a job because here's the thing. As long as you are still exchanging time for money, you feel like you are working a job. Mm-hmm. And my children were missing me. The weekends were completely over with because everyone wanted to look cute on the weekend. So I had to be at the salon and I said, what's next? So I started learning how to sell. I really focused on sales because I had mastered it, right? I used to do vending events. I used to sell on Facebook. I used to do like PayPal buttons. I learned how to build websites because I couldn't afford to have people do that for me. Mm-hmm. Shit, I had to learn how to do that, you know, myself, right? So I I learned how to do all that stuff. I got into the direct sales industry and I learned a lot of personal development and I learned how to teach other people sales. And I made millions of dollars doing that. And I helped other people make millions of dollars. And then from there, I decided, okay, once again, this is something that I don't own. This is someone else's system. This is someone else's products. And it's time for me to understand what the definition of legacy really is. And legacy is ownership. Okay. Mm -hmm. Legacy is having something that you can pass down to your children, right? Legacy Mm -hmm. is you taking pictures in front of your ranch, Mm -hmm. in front of your plane. Okay. That's what a legacy really looks like. And I decided to walk away and to build my own brand. What did you sell? Like what kind of products were you selling? Beauty and weight loss products. You know, that's what I did too, right? Did you know that? (laughs) No, I had no idea. (laughs) (laughs) For 10 years. Yeah, I think that's funny. Yeah. (laughs) Beauty and weight loss products. I got up to the number two income earner in the company. And I said, I'm over this because I thought it was freedom, but there wasn't freedom because when I wanted to build something of my own, there was an issue with that. So I was free as long as I was building a brand that someone else owned, right? Right. There were all these stipulations and there was, you know, all these little letters I would receive if I was trying to do anything. And I said, you know what? I am not going to put a limit on my life. Take your ceilings and I'm getting the hell out of here because I'm going to break them. Okay. Get me out of here. Ronnie, this is so funny. I literally just resigned from my position two weeks ago because I said I felt like I was a bird in a cage and I'm meant to fly. I literally have chills as you're speaking because I'm like, wow, this is why you're my spirit. And I'm like, I'm caged. I can't be in a cage. And people are like, why would you walk away from a million dollar income? Because I can't be in a cage anymore. At some point of time in your life, you have to realize that it's not about money. It's about peace of mind. And you also have to realize what your worth is. Because when you don't have access and you don't understand the way business works, you think in those companies that you got lucky. Someone extended you an opportunity and they blessed you with something. But the truth is 
you are a blessing to them and their mm-hmm. company because they leveraged you. They leveraged your audience. They leveraged your fire. They leveraged your influence. They leveraged your leadership. And you got paid probably 10 to 15% of what you could have been making for yourself. Mm-hmm. All right. So I started to do the math for me. If I can make over a million dollars a year getting paid 10 to 15% commission, how much could I really make? How much could I really make? And that's when I decided to hit it. I was out of there. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love you. <laughs> yes, yes. There's a lot of network marketers listening in right now. And you know what? I'm not going to say it's all bad. It's great. No, not at all. You learn a lot. Mm-hmm. But what I want to stress is know that people buy you. Yes. I used to think that people bought the product, but people were buying me. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really learn that until after I departed and I saw that the people, they wanted me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're extremely powerful and magnetic. For Thank sure. you. I'm so proud of you for doing that. How long ago was that? That was about over two years ago. Wow. Okay. You're amazing. I love that. Now, how old are your kids now? You said 19 and 17. Is that right? I have two boys, two girls. Okay. I'm a mom of four. That's right. So my oldest is 20. My daughter is 17. She is actually an entrepreneur as well. She's graduating from high school with her cosmetology license. She went to cosmetology school in high school. Yes. So she's graduating and launching a beauty line next year as well. And then I have a 14 year old. He's really into tech. He's actually uh, learning how to like run Facebook ads and things like that right now with the person who runs ads for my company. And then I have an eight year old who is, oh my gosh, she is the social media girl. Like she does all the editing for my videos. She teaches me TikTok and she is just, she's me times 10. Oh my (laughs) gosh. I have an eight year old little girl too. That's so cool. Oh, I love that. So everybody kind of has their own like specialty, their own thing that they're working on because all they've seen you do is be resourceful, Mm -hmm. be gritty. Hey, you want something? Go get it. The sky is the limit. That's all you've shown for your kids. That's why I wanted to talk about this because your kids are watching you. Your kids are watching you take risks. They're watching you be brave. And when you play small and you hang out with small thinkers, you raise kids that are, you know, small thinkers. And so you're raising kids that are big thinkers that think outside of the box that are not caged in. (laughs) It's not an option. You know, our children are watching us Mm -hmm. and we have to understand the power and the impact that we have on our kids. And that's why for me, ownership is really, really important for my kids. And two things that I focus on is ownership and intellectual property. That's what I really teach my kids. They're the two most powerful things that you can actually possess is information and ownership. Because once you own it, no one can dismiss you. No one can fire you. No one can let you go. You have 100% control over your income. And if you don't have 100% control of your income and someone can terminate you at any time, you have to get in control and get in control quick. All right. And intellectual property, you have to continue to just use that, leverage that, monetize that, but also get as much information as you can because it makes you more valuable. The more information you have, the more valuable you are. So those are the two things that I really, really stress to my children 24-7. I love that. So when you're talking about intellectual property, you know, Mommy Millionaire is a coaching platform. So we have Mommy Millionaire coaches and just like all we focus on is really coaching and helping people become life coaches. And the thing that I stress is like when you invest in yourself, you're raising your IP. And that's something that nobody can ever take from you. We're going to take a quick break from the episode because I'm so excited. I have my Mommy Millionaire Mastermind open for the last time. 
And there are very limited spots available because this is a very high access program to me and to some amazing, ambitious women. You know, when I joined a mastermind several years ago, I got in the right room with the right people and I created the right vision for my business. And everything shifted and catapulted in my life. And I can't wait for that to happen for you. My 2020 mastermind was nothing short of just that. And because I do a really great job cultivating these type of women. And so I want you to listen in to my really good friend, Joy, who was a part of the mastermind and hear what she had to say about this last year. When I first found Kayla, I was a burnt out, struggling network marketer. I didn't know what to do. And I felt really hopeless in my business and meeting her and talking with her, getting coached with her. She gave me permission to follow that inner voice that said that I wanted to do more. And after beginning to work with her, I launched a podcast. I launched a brand new business. I launched programs. I generated over six figures in six months with my brand and my life has completely transformed. Having her presence in my life having her love and her guidance and her support has been like no one else that I've ever experienced before. I had never met someone who could speak so directly into my life, into where I was stuck, to where I was struggling in a way that made me feel seen, but also was really empowering. And we just had the most incredible week here in Sedona, Arizona, doing things that were on my bucket list of things to do like breath work, and being out in nature and all of these hikes here. And I could not imagine a bigger gift that she could give me than to experience all of these things here with some other amazing women and just really having that time to rejuvenate ourselves and have an amazing time growing together. It's been the best decision I've ever made for my business, for my family, and for my life to work with Kayla. If you've been on the sidelines thinking, oh, I'd love to work with Kayla. I'd love to hang out with ambitious women. Now is the time to take action on that vision. This is a once in a lifetime opportunity. So head over to mommymillionaire.co forward slash mastermind right now. All right, let's get back into the episode. So what do you say to people about investing in themselves? Well, I think that people will never spend with you what you aren't willing to spend on yourself. But a lot of times people are so afraid to invest in coaching and to invest in themselves, but they don't understand that they're actually holding themselves up and they're holding themselves back. Because Mm -hmm. if you haven't spent $5,000 with a coach, no one will ever spend $5,000 with you. Mm -hmm. Okay. You have to understand the power of investing in yourself. I tell people all the time, when I go to events, I never go general admission. Okay. Because (laughs) investing in yourself is so much bigger than just getting information. It's about understanding the power of access. Mm -hmm. So when I go to events, I'm always going VIP and it's not for status. It's for me being able to connect, right? It's the network that I'm looking for. I need to sit beside other people who are willing to spend two to five to $10,000 for a ticket at an event because they're making a certain level of income and we could potentially do business together. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going with the mindset that I'm just paying this to sit in front of the stage. No, I'm paying this to go to the VIP lounge and meet two to three millionaires who are making what I want to make. I'm paying for access. So that's the same thing when you do coaching programs, right? You can go for lower level tier memberships or you can go to big ticket one-on-ones, right? People always ask me, you know, how do you get connected to your favorite mentor? (laughs) You know what I tell them? I say, I buy their shit. (laughs) Right. 
I buy the relationship. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm all about buying relationships and not buying them literally, but I need to get in your program for you to get to know me and for me to develop a relationship with you. Most Mm -hmm. of the women that you see me promoting on my social media page, they've taken my coaching program. And through that experience, we've developed a relationship and it's just grown over time. So the best way for all of you all who are like, you know, how do I get close to Kayla? How do I get close to this person? Invest in their coaching programs. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Boom. Plain and simple. I'm really big on masterminds because I always meet just amazing people. Obviously, I get some business knowledge out of it, but I feel like I invest to get more friends that are willing to pay $40,000 to be in a room. Those are valuable relationships that will continue to pay year after year after year, you know, even just in experiences along too, like just to be around people that are awesome. So you're on Instagram right now. You're one of the top influencers on Instagram. Love looking at all of your stuff. Why do you think you are at the top? Well, I wouldn't say that I'm at the top. I think I'm going there. (laughs) I look at you and I think you're at the top. So just from the outside looking in, I'm like, she's it. (laughs) Well, let me just say this. I have gotten 100% comfortable with being who the hell I am. Yes. Online and offline. Nothing changes. You know, who I am offline is who I am online. The way I talk off of this freaking podcast is the way I talk on this podcast. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm not changing my voice. I curse. Okay. I'm the real me. And I think that that level of transparency and that level of authenticity is super attractive. And it's not just attractive, but it is so freeing for the individual who enters that space. Once you actually get to the space where you are confident and comfortable with being yourself without caring what people are going to say, think, or how they're going to judge you, I think that you will attract your tribe and people can feel it. It's the energy. I'm really big on energy and the power of attracting people who share. They either share that energy or they aspire to have that energy. So with the energy that I put out, I attract two types of people. People who are just as strong and straightforward as me, or people who aspire to be strong, straightforward, or more transparent online. And I think that's truly what it is. Oh oh my gosh. I love it. What do you think are the steps for somebody listening in right now that they won't get on video? They don't know that self-love that you're experiencing right now. What are some steps that they can take when they get off this podcast right now to be themselves? The first thing is I would just start with talking about common topics that are kind of happening right now. I tell people all the time, they say, Ronnie, I don't know what to talk about when I go live. I don't know what to say. And I think that a lot of them would go live, but they don't really know what to say when they go live. Mm -hmm. So the first thing is find out what's trending, find out what's a topic and just have a conversation about it and be natural. Okay. The second thing is don't look at how many people are actually on the live. The most discouraging thing that you can do is look up and see it's one person on there and that one person leaves and then there's no one on your live and you feel awkward and 100% uncomfortable, okay? People tell me all the time, like, girl, I feel like a freaking weirdo because there's no one on the live and I'm sitting there and I'm talking to myself and I just end it and I never get back on. You have to understand it's all about what you tell yourself. And a lot of you all are dealing with a lot of self-sabotage because you sabotage the crap out of yourselves with putting negative thoughts in your mind. When you're shooting a video, if no one's on, guess what? You shoot it like you're doing a YouTube. No one's on YouTube when you're making that video, unless you're doing it live. But most people, 
they're not doing it live. So your mindset needs to be, no one is here right now, but they're coming later. And this is going to go from an IGTV live to an IGTV, okay? It's going to go in the vault and people will see it later. So a lot of times people don't go live and they don't do that stuff because they have this thought that they have to have a huge audience in front of them. And a lot of people are going to watch their videos or a lot of people are going to like their stuff. And it's all about caring what people think. So the first thing is you have to stop giving a shit about what people think. Have you you always been like that? Like growing up, did you not care about what people thought? Girl, let me tell you. When you grow up in the hood, girl, you better be ready. That's all I'm going to say. Like, I grew up with people talking trash to me. You know, I grew up in the environment where you better be ready. It was like three o'clock after school, me and you be ready. It was like that kind of thing. I was already prepared. You didn't have time to entertain any of that. I grew up in that area where I always had to be prepared to fight for myself. Does that make sense? Yep. And I was the little cute girl with real long hair back then. And, you know, that was it. But in addition to that, I had two teachers that always pushed me to the forefront. So my music teacher used to always make me sing. I used Mm -hmm. to sing. I have like a little love for singing when I was a child. So I would sing it all of the school things. And then I had a second grade teacher that put me in front of the room and she made me read books for the whole class while she graded papers. I'm sure that there was some sort of child labor violation there, (laughs) (laughs) but that's how, you know, I got over being shy. I love that. So two things there, it was a necessity and the mentors. You you didn't know in that, at that moment that they were mentors, but looking back now, that's exactly what God placed them in your life for. 100%. So Mm -hmm. guys, if you're like struggling with going live, stop caring what people think. That's the first thing. Well, they have to create the necessity of why they shouldn't care what people think. Exactly. People are never going to pay your bills. That's the biggest thing that I'm like, oh, other people's opinions will never pay my bills, period. And believe it or not, most of the people who are struggling with going live, it's not even about, oh, these people are going to pay my bills. They know that. That's why most of them are where they are. They're like, I got to do something different. They're on this podcast because they want more. So they already know that people aren't going to pay their bills. But what they struggle with is looking like no one gives a shit what they have to offer. Oh, Mm -hmm. so it's like hosting an event and one person is in the audience. Right. But we have to understand that when there is one person in the audience, we have to do the same presentation. Like there are a thousand people in the audience. And if there are MLM people listening to this, you should know that very well. Yeah. You do a home party, two people (laughs) show up. You got to do that home party. Like one of those two people may be the next year. Isn't that what they teach you? Same mindset with going live. That's what I used to say about silent parties. When nobody shows up, you still do the presentation. You still act like there's somebody in that room because you're getting practice. You're getting better and better. And I think something that I was taught 10 years ago was the person with the mic makes the most money. And at 10 years, I was so scared of the mic. I was like, no way. And I went to Toastmasters. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah, for sure. Did you ever do that? No. You didn't need to. You were reading books in second grade. (laughs) You're like, give me the mic. But I think there's something into that. Like the more you do it, the less scary it becomes. So it might be scary the first time you pop on there and there's one person on or there's zero people on, but commit to being consistent with it for 52 weeks and see what happens. See what changes in your life. See what changes in your business. If you were actually consistent, most people give up right before they hit the goal. 
for sure. And it's like when you're learning how to ride a bike, mm-hmm. you know, jump on it and just go down the street. Mm-hmm. You fall a few times. And mm-hmm. after you fall, you don't get up and say, screw this. I'll just walk for the rest of my life. You just keep on trying and you get the balance and you master it. Next thing you know, you're popping the willy going down the damn hill. Like, it just doesn't work like that. <laughs> what is something new that you're working on right now? That's something that like it's uncomfortable for you that you have to work for it. You know, it will probably be building my new company, which is Holistic. And it is a product line that not only just reminds women to prioritize self-care, but it's a clean product line. And it's taken me back to my roots. It's like I'm traveling back in time. My first business was making products in my home. But I think the one thing that I'm working on right now that's really, you know, getting me out of my comfort zone is redoing this from scratch, you know, and it's yours. And it is from the very bottom. And you are starting grassroots marketing, belly to belly, social media, taking pictures and really putting that work in. It's really different. And it's stretching me in a good way. And I think that would definitely be it. Really thinking about where I want this to be five to 10 years from now. Oh, I love that. So when does that product line launch? It's already launched. Oh, uh, so, okay. So we'll link it up and I got to get some stuff then. Yeah. Okay. And I'll send you some stuff. We launched actually at the end of August and we actually just hit a huge milestone, which was our 1000th order in 90 days. So it's been insane. Very good reviews about the products. We have teas and loose leaf teas and skin oils and just so many amazing things. So more than that, it's just really reminding women to just get back to take a moment to themselves. I created that because I just saw so many women being bosses and entrepreneurs. And I felt like, you know, women were becoming the new men, right? Remember guys used to be like yes. burnt out at the table with newspapers. I started seeing so many women like, I'm burnt out. I'm like, okay, we got to get back to taking care of ourselves. So yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. That's all I've been talking about all year is more females dropping into their feminine energy because I found myself at the beginning of the year with adrenal fatigue. I was literally on my deathbed in June and I had to get my implants removed, which is a whole nother story. But yeah, because I was working my business like a man, I was just grind, 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 like not putting myself first and mom's like, hello. Oh, so I love the whole concept behind holistic. That is so amazing. So powerful. Now, as you build out this company, all the companies that you have, you got to be the CEO, right? That's your whole thing, CEO. And I think a lot of people struggle coming from entrepreneur into the CEO because as an entrepreneur, we're kind of doing all the things, right? We're doing it. (laughs) We're the solo entrepreneur. And then to be the CEO, you have to build a team around you to help you get to where you want to go. So Mm -hmm. what is your top couple tips on building out your team, you know, as the CEO, surrounding yourself with the right people that can help you make your dream come to reality? Well, the biggest thing that I would say is let go of your power, okay? Let go of your power and don't be afraid to allow other people to lead. You know, what I've noticed when working with a lot of different entrepreneurs, because now, you know, I've coached a lot of successful women, six-figure, seven-figure earners. I've helped people build brands. Some of them, you know, making $100,000 a month. Some of them making $40,000 a month. And at first they were initially just making like a thousand or 2000. So as you grow, you need to have a support system that grows with you. Mm -hmm. And what I've noticed is that a lot of women, we have control issues, meaning we have to have our hands on everything. Mm -hmm. And it's impossible. We have to learn to relinquish our power, okay? And we have to learn the power of delegation and understanding that we have to trust people. So many of the women that I mentor, they have some serious trust issues. 
and it stems from guys and, you know, childhood trauma, and then it rolls over into business. Okay. So they're afraid of someone taking their business concept, someone copying what they're doing. But the truth is no one can do it like you anyway. You can give them the flavor. You can give them the resources. You can give them the ingredients, baby. And the cake just won't come out the oven the same any damn way. So don't even worry about it. They can't do it like you. So that's the first thing. The second thing I would say is make sure that you bring people on board that believe in the mission of your company. Right now, so many people are becoming entrepreneurs and many of them are joining companies and trying to get hired because they're coming in looking for what can I take? Yes. What can I take? What can I get out of this to take it back to my brand? I'm here because I want to learn from my company, right? They don't come with the long-term investor mindset. They come to see what you're doing, how you're doing it, and to run with it. And it's so scary. Mm -hmm. It actually causes the CEO a lot of trauma because you bring these people in, you bond with them, you connect with them, and then you realize that they were there for a whole nother reason. Okay. So for me, I bring people on board that believe in the mission. Okay. How do you for sure know? You never for sure know. Let's be freaking honest. You don't know anybody. Okay. Even the people that have worked for you for five years, you don't know anyone. And this is why you have to have a certain nice mindset. me in the heart. Yeah, you don't know them because guess what? I've had people work for me and they had different intentions and they worked for me for three, four years. I had them in my house around my kids, you know, BFFs, taking pictures, helping them start their own businesses because I want everyone to win. And then, boop, you know, you look up and that person is a whole different person. Okay. <sighs> this is the truth about business that no one really talks about. People are like, I got a team. Yeah, I want my team. But entrepreneurs need to talk about the backstabbing that happened in business. It's hurtful. Yeah, it is. No, you don't really know. But you trust that they believe in the mission. You trust and pray. And then you change your mindset. When I got free from the whole bringing people on my team thing, I got free from that thing when I realized that I am a mother bird and it is my job to bring them into the nest. Mm -hmm. And if I'm doing my job, when they jump out the nest, they can fly. So I changed my mindset from this person is supposed to come here and stay here forever to this person is supposed to come here and grow through me and then go off to do what they are called to do. That's it. So good. Oh my gosh. That's so freeing because you then realize that it's not all about you. It's about everybody being the best version of themselves. And sometimes that might mean away from you and that's okay. Yeah. I love that. Okay. I feel like I could talk to you forever and ever. And I just want to like <laughs> learn all of the things about you. Where can people find you, Ronnie? On Instagram. That's my first place I'm at. That's where my party is, baby. So come on over to my party at Ronnie Brown. It's R-O-N-N-E. Brown like the color. There's no I in Ronnie. That is actually short for my full name, which is Ronessa. So oh. I'm Ronnie Brown, R-O-N-N-E Brown. You can also find me at Girl CEO Inc. That is the community for women entrepreneurs. Come on over. All right. We have tons of tools and information there. And guys, make sure you guys check out Holistic at shopholistic.com. That's where it's at. And I also, I'm a big texter. I text everyone in my community. If you guys listen to this podcast and you felt anything that I said in your spirit, you're like, yes, girl, you're talking to me. And you can text me at 202-410-2903 and say, Ronnie, you know, 
this was just for me. You did something to my spirit today. And I respond back and I talk to everyone who shoots me texts. I'm really big and engaging with my audience for mm-hmm. sure. So smart. Oh my gosh. Well, I think one of the biggest things I'm taking away from this podcast, Ronnie, is that you're kind of the figure it out girl. Like you are zero excuses. If you want something, you're going to figure it out, right? You're a winner. Plain and simple, like you have that winner mentality. And I think everybody listening in right now, if you've been walking around with a victim mentality, you could take those glasses off right now and put on the winner glasses. You could just think of Ronnie, put on Ronnie's glasses. (laughs) So thank you so much. I just want to honor you for all the work that you're doing for women in the world. And you're so inspiring. Listening to you, I feel empowered that I can basically go and do anything. And it was like, honestly, I think a God moment that it happened for today with everything I'm going through right now in my life. So I just want to thank you for just being honest and real and sharing, you know, everything you've gone through to become who you are. So you're amazing. Yes. Thank you, Kayla. And I just want to tell you that you are entering a season of abundance and this is just the beginning. And I want you to be a hundred percent confident that you are called to do the things that you're supposed to do. And that God is going to show you that the gift that you have within you that you can monetize and he's going to open so many doors for you and that you are going to help so many other women get free and see that they can and that they are the gift and you are the gift. Kayla, and your gift is going to make room for you. So I cannot wait to see everything that happens with your program and all of the women that come your way and all of the money that's already flowing to you, right? You're going to make more money for yourself than you've ever made for anyone else. And the opportunities and the sponsorships are going to be endless. And I just cannot wait to sit back and say, I told you so. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. Almost made me cry. (laughs) That was beautiful. Thank you. Seriously. Thank you for tuning in and listening all the way through on the Mommy Millionaire Show. Make sure to subscribe anywhere that you're listening to podcasts at. And if you happen to have iTunes, would you do me a favor and leave a review of the show? And of course, make it honest. (laughs) I know you're going to give me a five star, right? That's the way that we get this message out to more and more people around the world. Remember, as you do that, whatever you wish to receive, you have to give it first. And so giving a review, you know, something good is going to come your way today. Take the time and do that. Plus, I know you're the type of person who wants to really help people live their best life as well. So you could copy this link, share it out there with your friends, share it on social media. Remember, people need to be inspired more than ever right now. And I know you can help me on this mission. Thank you so much for being a part of the Mommy Millionaire podcast. Until next time, make sure to go after your dreams by being the person you were truly meant to be wealthy, happy, peaceful, and full of life. Love you.